Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bolin, alongside Braxton, the Twitter connoisseur Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) My man over here decided to get a Twitter, even though technically he has two past Twitter accounts that I I found um, in the process of looking for his new one. Yeah, uh, dark times. (laughs) 2009. Hi, everyone. This is my first Twitter post or something. (laughs) (laughs) And then never posted again. Um, I didn't even know about that one. (laughs) But you started one and immediately he's already complaining about... about his feed so yeah it's probably not gonna last long i don't like it i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) no uh, i i I say that because i am a huge twitter fan he's a big twit (laughs) i am a big tweet (laughs) tweeter big tweeter um yeah i i love the tweets and that's that's how that's like how i get all of my news um (laughs) like Really, in every aspect, is from Twitter. I don't even I don't use anything else really. So wow, yeah. So it's like twit. it's like my source of knowledge is the lands of Twitter. But <laughs> yeah, anyways, I don't know. I've not really ever gotten into it, but but Andrew just keeps talking it up, so I just had to had to dive back in. I've been that way for years now. Oh yeah, and you've uh, always been a big twit, honestly. Yeah, just a big old. T- <laughs> I, don't, I don't appreciate that. Okay, I don't that's like what where you, you're. That's what you guys I don't are called. Like, no, no, yeah. uh, no. It's not what we're called. <laughs> you a bunch of twits. <laughs> <laughs> you jike. Yeah, jike. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back, everyone, to Jedi Eternal. You're saying what? Well, you're a Jedi Eternal episode back to back. Yeah, that's right, folks. Yeah. We're doing what we actually said we were going to do <laughs> while Andor was supposed to actually happen. Um, <laughs> we're actually doing it. Yes, you're getting another uh, Jedi Eternal episode the next week. Here we are, and we have some exciting things to talk about. We're gonna uh, go over, of course, some some news, some rumors, and uh, we're gonna go over our topic discussion and. Then we're going to uh, review episode nine of Andor. So we're going to talk about that, give our thoughts, and uh, we're going to have some fun while we're doing it. So let's just go ahead and jump right into our news. And we have, uh, whoa, oh, oh, wait, hold on. (laughs) About to lose my spot. Hold up. Okay, here we go. So, uh, actually, no, just kidding. We're not going to jump right into our news. No, we will not skip it. (laughs) We will not do that. We're going to uh, talk about our Patreon here very quickly. Um, Patreon is where you guys can become a producer of Jedi Eternal. That gives you guys more say, gives you uh, more control over uh, what we do. We'd love to hear feedback on there. And uh, gives also gives you a shout-out. You can do that for $5. And with that $5, you get exclusive access to our other podcast <laughs> called And Other Stuff, where we talk about anything and everything that isn't Star Wars. So you can uh, join us there for only $5. We have, what, like 10 episodes? Something like that. Something like that. So that's uh, over 10 hours of content right there that you can access right now if you join that. And you also get these episodes of Jedi Eternal early, sometimes up to two days early. So definitely uh, want to check that out. And uh, we're going to go ahead and give a shout out to our current Patreon producers, Josh and Birkinshaw, also known as JB, our man. Uh, Tara Bullen, my wonderful wife, uh, Grace and David Gill, Alex Mason, Jay Camdar, Jenna Evans, and <laughs> Promise Quick. So it's like, you know, you wanted to do the announcer voice, but you kind of forgot to do it. Then I forgot to do through. it, <laughs> and then you never really did fully commit I, to it. I never fully committed. <laughs> 
okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. It's all right. They, they get it. They, they get, get it. it. They're, they're trying to get what they, trying to do. They yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. They know. It's okay. But seriously, <laughs> we uh, really can never put into words just how much we appreciate your guys' support, and it means the world to us. And, you know, encourage uh, others to join as well because we do want this to grow. We do want to see yeah. – uh, we have great plans for our Patreon, but we need it to grow, and we need your help to do that. So please share – the Patreon, share our and other stuff episodes with your friends and family, and let's see that. Uh, let's see that go places. Let's but do it. without further ado, the news. <laughs> the news. The news. Tonight, <laughs> weekly, the news. <laughs> Tonight. Okay. First in news is Star Wars: The Deck Building Game from Fantasy Flight Games releases March twenty twenty three. Sounds like something that Andrew would be interested in. <laughs> So, the deck-building game is a fast-paced two-player game that brings the galaxy-spanning war between the Galactic Empire and the Rebel Alliance to your tabletop. Featuring easy-to-learn gameplay and iconic Star Wars characters like Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, and Darth Vader, this title is a battle for the galaxy that anyone can enjoy. In this new head-to-head game for two players, you and your opponent each choose a side, playing as either the Empire or the Rebels, and as the game progresses, you both strengthen the power of your starting decks and work to destroy each other's bases. The first player to destroy three of their opponent's bases wins the game, and you can pre-order that right now through the Asmodee shop. Holy moly. Yeah, it definitely doesn't sound like something I would particularly get into. Uh, I've tried very hard to get into like different card games and and stuff like that, um, and and strategy games stuff, but it's just not really my thing. But it does sound pretty interesting, and I know that there is a definitely huge market for people who are into that. Like I said, you are included in one of those. Um, Andrew had tried to get me into the Marvel Snap thing. I played it for a little while, and I'm just like, ah, I just dude, I'm so addicted to I that game. I just don't want to play this. So addicted to Marvel Snap, <laughs> and he it's, keeps it's playing it. It is unhealthy. It is unhealthy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, th- this is definitely something for me. I will absolutely own this. Um, I will. <laughs> and here's the thing. I think what's cool is it's a. It seems to be like a pretty simple card collecting kind of game right you're gonna have cards um i think the 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 game comes with like over 50 unique cards but what really can happen here is this can grow far past what this first box is going to get you right so my my assumption will be is that they're going to then you know come out with expansion packs and they're going to come out with probably like individual like packets of cards you can buy and collect right. and it's going to become a big collector uh type thing than just playing the game and you know there's a lot of people out there that that really like board games but they also really like to collect the stuff right, that comes right. with cards because yeah, collection is it just seems to get more bigger and bigger every year that people just love to collect things yeah and, well i uh, have a i have a friend that he I mean, he he likes board games and he likes card games. He likes them. He plays them. But I think what he actually likes about it even more is <laughs> yeah. to buy like special like um, cases that carry that you carry them in, and like oh, yeah. and like yeah. individual little things for all of your pieces, and like and then <laughs> yeah. you know like collecting everything. It, it's it becomes a much more like a collector's item than it does yeah. even necessarily a game. And uh, and so I know there's a big audience for that kind of thing. So this could end up being a, a potentially a very big product. Yeah. Um. That yeah. could that could really go places because um, there was Star Wars, and I think maybe you played this with me at least once. It was a it was a card game, a Star Wars say, card game. Um, yeah. I actually still have it, but I don't remember what it's called right now. 
Um, but they they had that. I think it was around uh, after the Force Awakens came out. It wasn't long after that yeah. that they released this, and um, I had it. And they and again they were kind of releasing different uh, expansion packs and stuff, but it never really went anywhere. Yeah. And um, Coruscant Catan is that what it, <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. no, no, that's not. No, it. I remember because we went to, in 2018 <laughs> to the Chicago Star Celebration. There's a huge booth there, and they had a bunch of the. Uh, and it's it's not it, it it's kind of like a card game, but also almost takes like some elements of like D and D, where you have like minifigures and different things of that nature. Um, and I remember there they had uh they had like huge like dioramas of like all their little characters and sets and stuff built up and stuff which was pretty cool i remember seeing that and thinking like and that's something that i really would like to get into if i had more room other than like a small two-bedroom apartment but <laughs> if i had more room i'd love to like build like cool like diorama stuff like that i think that'd be mm-hmm. really interesting well and they yeah there's uh i can't remember what it's called either but there is one where you collect a bunch of little mini figures and they come. Oh, is that not what you're talking about? No, then? not oh, the same okay, one. Okay. But there is that. That's actually very popular. Still going. Yeah, yeah, still going strong. Um, and they release they release new expansions for that all the time. But they you can buy the little figures and they come unpainted. And so part of the process yeah, yeah. is is painting them. That's like right. a big thing. Is you you buy them and then you paint them yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I know like uh, Sam Whitworth is actually really into that. And he's he's like shared a lot of him like yeah. Uh, a lot of his little figures that he's painted and stuff. Well, like, that's a huge, like, subculture in, like, nerd stuff is, like, uh, Warhammer um, and... Yeah, Warhammer uh, has, like, Warhammer and World of Warcraft, even. Mm -hmm. They have, like, the the physical stuff. Yeah, but Warhammer especially is, like, you know, and D&D. But anyway, but yeah, like, painting minifigures is such a huge, huge thing. So it it only makes sense that 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 foundation of fans would cross over into Star Wars at some point too and it clearly has and it's been pretty successful from what I understand too you know what I'm saying so yeah I mean I mean it's it's Star Wars right so right, like right. if there's something that hits like somebody's gonna try it with Star Wars too oh, because yeah, Star Wars naturally. is too popular to not oh, yeah. try it so but yeah uh, anyways Star Wars the, the deck building <laughs> game comes out March 2023 I'll get it I'll let you guys know if it's any good or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i'll make braxton play it with me don't uh, worry. i'll play one don't worry i'll make him play it with half me. of a game i'll make him oh, no, i can't do it <laughs> all right but moving on and i you know as frustrating as that is uh Jandrew's trying to drag me something in drag me into something he did it again he planned this because he knew i wouldn't like this but this is the next <laughs> I news did. piece i did i put this in here just because <laughs> i knew you'd be so mad <laughs> anyway so star wars return oh, probably peaked so loud right there <laughs> Sorry, star wars everyone. returns to fortnite luke leia and han skins are now available it's nothing sacred people yeah so star wars has returned to fortnite for what they're calling skywalker week with uh they got well let's just read here we got the original trio of star wars heroes we got luke skywalker leia and han for skywalker week during skywalker week take up luke skywalker's lightsabers from a new hope and return of the jedi drop his x-34 land speeder on opponents and once again shoot with the stormtrooper signature weapon also pick up the luke skywalker leia organa and han solo outfits in the item shop starting now you know if i played fortnite a lot you know and I really enjoyed the game. I guess it's like it would be cool to have some of your favorite character skins, but just like I just I can't get behind it. You know, it's like whenever I see like 
Kratos and Master Chief fighting Ariana Grande and Little Nas X, you know, and and all of a sudden <laughs> they're holding uh, lightsabers and you know I'm just like, come on, it's nothing sacred, people. Listen, I used to be that way with Fortnite, and I used to get mad, but I've come to, and I've, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I have I have some some youth the, <clears throat> from our youth group at church that I yeah. I um, like have at my house a lot and stuff. Wow, and so. Um, because of that, um, uh, because of that, we play a lot of Fortnite. Um, they love Fortnite, and so Naturally. so I have gotten more involved in Fortnite because it's like, yeah, they're like, okay, so what do you guys want to play? Fortnite. It's always Fortnite. So within that, I've gotten more used to it, and then they did the no building thing, and then then I really liked Fortnite because. I just absolutely own in Fortnite now. Now I'm just I'm gonna lie. Without the building, like uh, dude, I hate the building. So without much. the building, uh, I just make my enemies run in fear. Run so, in fear. Like when they could build, you know, it was different. And shoot them once, and there's like a two two tier yeah, exactly. mansion, and you're but like, now where did this, where did this they come have from? nowhere to hide. Okay, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and nowhere so, for you to run. To uh, but and then the, you know they they have a lot of Marvel characters. It really, what really sold me on Fortnite is when they added Superman. Because Superman being one of my favorite characters of all time, I couldn't... There's no game, really. I mean, there's not really anything that you can just be Superman if you want, right? Yeah. Well, Fortnite gave me that ability. It's like, sure, you can yeah. also do a lot of stupid yeah. stuff, too, as Superman if you I want. I mean, I have not been seeing you playing you multiverses, You Superman hit though. the gritty, but... I'm just saying. That's true. But, but that, it's different. Multiverses, you're only... And like a little side scrolling, like yeah, yeah, like a still, arena it's still thing. Superman. But, Come on. but in Fortnite, I can be Superman. I can go all over the map, and it, I love it. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, I love it. Hit the gritty. Hit the gritty if I want. Yeah. So uh, I can crank nineties. I can. I can... <laughs> so, anyways, and then you know they added Obi Wan Kenobi, and we've talked about that before. But but here they are adding more Star Wars characters, and I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when I saw. You know, they have original farm boy, Luke Skywalker. Okay. Yeah. So Country boy, I love you. Um, so, you know, you know what to expect there. But then they also have, like, Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker. Right. Um, and then they have, I think they're kind of trying to go for, like, the Mandalorian, uh, Luke Skywalker. Mm, with the yeah. hood. Yeah. They got, like, the... the... But it didn't, look like, it didn't look like he had, like, his... Ugh, didn't look like he had his... Black robe though, but it's not. Yeah, but it's not black. It's brown. So I don't yeah, know if that's coming know. from. In Return of the Jedi, when he goes, it was it brown? No, I think it's black too. So oh, yeah, I'm not sure. Thought, but... I'm not sure. I I'd have to look into exactly what they're trying to reference there. But he has like a it's a brown like cape with the hood. Yeah. It actually it looks pretty cool though. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um. So will I be getting that? Yes, absolutely, will be. Yeah, maybe I'm too a bit too much of a boomer. I don't know, uh, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 if I played Fortnite, I might get it, but I don't even, I don't even have the game. So, well, it's free. too much. Yeah, I know, I know. And I, I downloaded to play with you and 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 some of your youth mm-hmm. friends. And Did we do uh, it? huh? Did we play? A couple times. I don't yeah, remember that. Um, yeah. You want to hit the gritty with me. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to get my Ariana Grande costume on and hit the gritty. Do you have the Ariana Grande? You bought it just to get the Ariana Grande yes, costume. Yes, yes. <laughs> if I, it, you know, the only only possible reason that I would buy it is so I could see Ariana Grande hit the gritty. So that was that was about it. So and once I hit, when I saw all that, I was done. I just You're deleted. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care about the game. <laughs> 
anyways. anyways, if you're uh, if you're interested in that, you can go and and check that out. If you want to hit the gritty with me, just let me know. Hit the gritty. We'll party up. We'll hit the gritty together. Uh, I want a but... default dance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> one time I had this kid that was that I was teaching drums to, and we were talking about Fortnite, and I was like, "So what skin are you using?" He's like, "Ah, oh, he's like, I just use the default." He's like, "I just feel like if I." If I'm anyone else with a default, I'm like telling people I'm better than you. So he's like, so I just use the default because I don't want to. He's wanna... so humble. Yeah. He's so humble. I was like, so in in other words, your, your parents won't give you any money to buy any other skins. Well, um, no, I've won more billion V-Bucks. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, <yeah. laughs> Moving on to our next story. We have the, uh, the Acolyte. Is that the right? Is that right? Is that the next story I had? No, on you didn't tell me that one. Just kidding. The original Ahsoka live action actor. Wait, what did I have the acolyte in here? I don't know. I can't tell you what, why you had you in your, what you had in your notes. I don't know. Dang. My it. mind is an enigma. <laughs> the inner machinations of my mind is an enigma. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this anyways because I do have it here. <laughs> okay. I just forgot to tell you apparently. Oh, uh, the acolyte is uh, has started shooting in Shinfield Studios. This is according to Bespin Bulletin. Cameras are now rolling on the outdoors set built at Shinfield Studios, uh, 40 miles west of London. Construction of the set had been going on for at least a couple of months, which we had begin seeing pictures of early September, but now we know they are officially. Um, going now there is uh, quite large pictures of, of a huge set they have going um you know again we don't know really when this thing is going to air it's starting to seem like uh 2024 is most likely for this yeah. i don't expect it in 2023 whatsoever uh so 2024 if we're lucky but it is good to know that things are still going yeah, I mean, whether you're super excited about the title or not, I mean, it is nice to see that more Star Wars things are in production. You know, again, it's always something that you have to worry about. Or it's something we've talked about before is, you know, is it quantity versus quality? Um, that remains to be seen, obviously. But I know they've been talking about it for a while. You know, it's not just something that they spontaneously came up with last year and then they were filming it. And, you know, I mean, it's something that's been on the docket for a little while now. So um, it'll definitely be interesting, the, 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 the time era. And, you know, we don't really know much of the story yet, but the time era yeah, and mean, our implications seem to be pretty interesting. But Yeah, I mean, I think it could, it could be very interesting um, being, of course, as we know, at the end of the High Republic, leading... Uh, close to what we know as the uh, um, the prequel era, right? It's kind of in, in that yeah. in between. And so, as we've said before, this could mean that we're getting uh, a look at kind of what the Sith were doing before mm-hmm. the prequels. I think there's right. still a lot of uh, hope for that, but only time will tell. Right As of right now, we really don't know much. So... Um, but I'm very excited. I think that that could could have a lot. And I think the end of the High Republic series that we have going right now could kind of give us an idea of maybe what this True. is, is yeah. going to eventually be. And that may always have been the plan. Kind of like um, slightly leads up into it with a yeah, I don't time think, jump or something. I don't think that the ending... I don't think that this High Republic story is necessarily a lead into the Acolyte, but that doesn't mean that some something from the end of the High Republic series we're getting in novels could tie into what the Acolyte True. is going to be. True. Yeah. Um and I and I think that, you know, 
the acolyte, the the birth of the acolyte is happening because of the popularity of of the High Republic, right? Like, sure, I don't yeah. think this got greenlit until they knew. Oh, people like the like, High oh, Republic. Oh, people are people are like willing to accept a different era of Star Wars, and that it actually is starting to get more popular. So yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah. proceed with that knowing that there is going to be some margin of fan base for it yeah absolutely and like i said we talked talked about it a million times and of course i mean that is uh disney's number one <laughs> priority is to make sure that it's not a flop um and you know they got like one or two under the belt with star wars and they're like okay we're, we're gonna not ever do this again <laughs> right so let's go ahead and jump into our rumors now and our first rumor for today is that the original soka actor Shuts down rumor about live. Ah, uh, so you told me this one was a news story. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm this so is confused. a news. <laughs> I'm so confused. This is a news story. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Well, okay, let's clear the air. News story, not a rumor. This is news still story. news. So what happened was, is I added <laughs> another news story uh, wow. that I didn't tell you about, and it's messed everything up. Wow, I apologize. Wow, wow, wow. I apologize. We're so unprofessional. Nah, here. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Everybody's used to it by now. Um, so yes, this is a news story, not a rumor. And that is that, um, Ashley Eckstein was seen um, at the set for Ahsoka. Um, and she said to, uh, Entertainment Weekly, it was just a set visit and that she has not filmed a cameo for the Ahsoka series. Uh, she said... She said that there had been a lot of uh, rumors, people saying that she was on the set playing a character, and so she just said she wanted to come out, say um, that that wasn't the case. She said it would be a dream come true. She got to do a cameo, but that isn't what she's doing. <laughs> so either either this a big slap in the face to all the execs that, uh, you know, that uh, didn't include her originally, or B, she's a big, fat, filthy liar. And it could be both. I mean, it could definitely be number one. And number two, we know that um, we know that uh, so many lies, so many lies and debaucheries have been told yeah. from these actors, mm -hmm. uh, you know. No, just a bunch of filthy liars. A bunch of filthy liars, you know. I guess that's what they do for a living, but still. Liars! Um, no, and, and so... Lies. Deception! <laughs> yeah, lies! Deception! Um, <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah, in honor of Saul Guerrero, who we saw last week. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Is it is it possible that she seriously just came on set for a, um, just a set visit? Just like, all right, well, take a look. This is what the show's going to be like. I'm like, yeah, it's a possibility. <laughs> and uh, here, here it comes, my every dog. Episode, every time. Every episode. <laughs> she doesn't even pay attention to me any other time. It's just staring at her so podcast. So weird. So weird. <laughs> Please pay attention to me. Uh, it's like, I know that you're doing something that's being recorded. <laughs> she just sat on the other dog. That's nice. And Okay. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's a possibility, I suppose, but I just, I feel like there's got to be something more to it. They wouldn't just, I mean, here's the thing. They gave her the boot. On her not being the character, not having any credits to the character, nothing. And all of a sudden, you know, they're going to just bring her on set to show her around. Like, could it be that they're trying to, like, you know, like, oh, well, you know, placate her a little bit and say, like, oh, well, we'll bring her on set to see it. But I don't know. I, don't I know. see two different scenarios here. One, so if I'm Dave Filoni, who, of course, created the character, he's the one doing the whole shebang for Ahsoka. 
if I was him and I had the original voice actor, yeah, I would bring in her to do a cameo for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Just to be something, and and then a lot of the devoted fans are gonna go, oh, there's Ashley. Yeah, there you she know. is. You know, it's kind of a pay is, homage to kind of, her. Yeah, it's just kind of a fun little cameo or something, right? I would absolutely have at least that. Um, but looking at it from another perspective, she's on set. Maybe they brought her in as kind of like a uh someone to kind of come in and talk to Rosaria about certain things and kind of help yeah. guide her with yeah. the character. That could be. Because, I mean, this whole series is about her, like, Ahsoka. It is, like, mm-hmm. not, she's not just a part of it. Like, the whole thing is about her. So, I could, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that they bring her in as Almost on the some, finer like, coaching, you know, in yeah. a sense. Yeah, I mean, I played this character for, like, 10 years. You know, I can tell you exactly how she's been written in the past. Mm-hmm. The little nuances I do with her voice and inflections, you know. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. And, and that would be good. I mean, I think that'd be awesome, you know. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Um, but we know that Star Wars, or at least Lucasfilm, doesn't always work that way. Just because you think somebody should get some kind of credit doesn't necessarily mean that they do or will. And, uh, you know, honestly, when we think about uh, Ahsoka and we think about Ashley, so far they have kind of basically just kind of threw her to the side, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, now, granted, she did get to come back and play her in uh, Tales of the Jedi. True. Yeah, that's true. And so she's still still playing Ahsoka, right? Yeah. And and as far as that goes, um, now what, what would be really interesting to see is one day if we get any kind of animation of Ahsoka again later in life and later in her life, who voices her? Will it be right. Ashley yeah. or will it be Rosaria Dawson? Here's the thing. I like Rosaria Dawson as as Ahsoka. I do. I think she's done a great job. I think she looks the part, okay, more than anything. I think she looks yeah. like uh, an older Ahsoka. But her voice, to me is not Ahsoka whatsoever. Yeah. Not what yeah. from what we know. It's, right. It sounds so different. It doesn't yeah. sound like Ahsoka. And so that's the hardest part for me is to take who you, when you have Ashley Exine, who has a very high voice. Her voice is high, <laughs> right, right? Right, yeah. Very high. And then and then you have Rosario Dawson, who I think she's actually kind of has a, like a lower voice. And yeah, yeah she's older and stuff. And you can say... But we say that, but then we did see Ahsoka in uh, Rebels, which was much older than that. You know what I'm saying? So, or not much older than that, but you know what I'm saying? She is older than that, but she was already like an adult in Rebels. You know what I'm saying? So you think that the voice would pretty much carry over, but... Exactly. Yeah, her voice in Rebels shouldn't be that much different than what her voice in Mandalorian is, right? You would think. Even though it's, uh, uh, what, like... 20 years or that may not maybe, maybe not even that maybe much. Maybe not even that much, yeah. Uh, maybe like more like ten. Try to think now. Well, so Mandalorian is what nine years after. Yeah. Nine years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I think so. Or no, nine years after. Yeah, I think I think you're is right, that right. Right. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Hold on, pulling out my pulling out my my timeline. <laughs> we're getting like One the hairy details here. One second. I'm so, pretty sure that's about nine years after Return of the Jedi, because we're seeing 
still seeing the remnants of the empire falling and and stuff like that, you know. So it would make sense. So uh, yeah, nine years after a new hope. Nine years after the Death Star oh. is destroyed. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. I thought it was after Transgender. So essentially, this is nine years after Rebels. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, yeah. maybe ten. Yeah, but so yeah, I mean, so again, but <laughs> once you're already already an adult, ten years is not that much in terms of like your development. You know what I'm saying? Like your yeah. voice is probably still going to sound the same, you know, nominally speaking, and your lekus are somehow going to get shorter. I don't know how that works. <laughs> 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 no, but for real though. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, right, we're getting really deep in the weeds. On this, yeah. But but yeah. So long story short. Let us let us know, guys, in the comments what you think. I mean, do you think uh, that there's more to this? Do you think Ashley is going to have a part in this as a cameo? She's going to coach Rosario. Uh, and and what do you think? Do you want that or not? You know, do you think that she should stick to the animation? Rosario sticks to live action, yeah, or should they intermingle? Let us know. Anyway. Okay, now we're actually now going we're to go to, to the rumors <laughs> for real this time for real uh damon lindelof star wars movie reportedly taking december 2025 slot yeah there's been a lot of changes around here folks been a lot of changes yeah a lot of changes and we know um we know that they they essentially threw out the 2023 star wars movie uh because uh rogue squadron was not going to be ready so they have officially cut star wars out of 2023 and since the next avatar um well the next avatar is coming out in december but the one after that the sequel so avatar 3 comes out 2024 so that means star wars has to wait till 2025 yeah and they're saying now that uh it looks like it's going to be in uh, 2025. Is going to be the Damon Lindelof movie we've been hearing about, mm-hmm. and he actually has an exact date of December 19th, 2025. Mm, interesting. And he said uh, that you know Damon Lindelof, you know he's been seeing a lot on on lot doing all that stuff. Uh, they had that secret writing room and. Uh, in the end, you know, they're going to be uh, co-writing with, with Damon or just Justin Britt Gibson is going to be co-writing with Damon. Director from Miss Marvel is going to be in and then we're going to see that in Christmas 2025. So that's also the same movie that we had the rumor about that it's going to have characters from the sequel trilogy appear. Mm-hmm. Um, he said this being um, sorry, I didn't say who this was. I was talking about all this. It was. um Snyder, uh, which we've talked used, we talked about him before in a lot of rumors. He's usually on the money, um, but he said that he has no idea which characters from that trilogy you might see. He said, "I hope they keep that to a minimum. I think I want to see new that trilogy was that trilogy." Mm-hmm. And I think he's straight out of luck. I think we'll definitely see characters from that trilogy if it's going to be set after that trilogy. Too much money to be made by including Ray again or something of that nature. Or, you know, this 
maybe even see some characters from what we're getting in the TV shows. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You never know. I mean, there's so many different things and possibilities that could be. But again, at this point, it's kind of like what is actually going to happen? What's actually going to not, you know, because every time we get like a semi decent thought of what movie's going to come, <laughs> it's just, oh, well. Here's something else new. Here's here's never thought. Oh, this is gonna be canceled and replaced with a, a second uh, Avatar movie. <laughs> yeah, know? and the last thing that he said is that uh, he thinks that the Taika Waititi film is further off than some might expect. Yeah. So, imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> imagine that. All right. So moving on to our second rumor is that Grog a Grogu short was reportedly coming to Disney Plus on November. 12th um which is very close <laughs> so that's very close right and uh of course we've not heard a single thing about this right right um but where this came from actually is disney plus italy italy uh, their official channel uh posted a release schedule Ooh. and on that release schedule was a Star Wars short starring Grogu. Wasn't it, it Disney Italy that posted something like last year too? Probably. <laughs> like it's usually the. Something. It's usually. Uh, it's crazy Italians. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if this really is uh, happening or not, but uh, there is a, a something apparently coming right. And if they're saying it comes out November 12th, I think it's kind of weird. You think we would have heard something, but yeah, exactly. there is a significant thing about that date. That is the three-year anniversary of The Mandalorian. So <laughs> it wouldn't be, it would not be a Jedi Eternal episode without the dogs either bugging us while we're recording yes. or going crazy in the background. Anyway, but yeah, it is uh, it does kind of coincide with that. So it kind of makes sense. And here's the thing. With shorts, I mean, depending on what kind of shorts they have, they're just animated or, or they're small and just it's just something simple. Like they may not feel like the need to make a big deal out of it because it's just something to like a commemorate their anniversary or just throw something out there to remember, hey, this Grogu still exists. Mandalorian's still happening, you know. You know, more of like a PR stunt rather than like, oh, hey, here's a show that we want to announce, you know? Yeah, and uh, this one, I mean, they did just do that with Groot, you know, the Groot. They had a bunch of little shorts. I heard about that. I didn't, I didn't see it, but I didn't and, hear about um, that. And so you, if those did well, especially, you could see them being like, oh, we should do that Ooh. for for Grogu. Here's the here's the Star Wars version of Groot. Yeah. <laughs> baby Groot is yeah. Baby Yoda. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, if, if so, I would assume we'll hear about this sooner than later. So yeah. uh, check your calendars. November 12th, you might have a little short You're to watch very on, well on Disney+. Plus. So. Yeah. So, yeah, so moving on to our final rumor, and that is we may have the Mandalorian Season 3 final trailer release date. Uh, this is coming from MakingStarWars.net, and he uh, has had an exclusive reveal that he thinks the current plan is to drop the final trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3 on Christmas Day 2022. Ooh, he says the official poster for the season is going to hit around December 14th. Hmm. So, interesting. what do you think? Do you think we get the, the final trailer? On Christmas Day? I feel Day? like Christmas Day is a very oddly specific date. <laughs> um, I mean, here's the thing. I think sooner rather than later, I think in December is a, is, is, a, is an appropriate time for us to get the final trailer because we know that, uh, you know, early 2023, like, 
what was it? You know, like January, February, you know, season three, season three is supposed to come out. So it makes sense that it would, the final trailer would be in December, but Christmas day, it just, you know, I don't know. It just seems really specific, uh, on the time. I'm not saying it couldn't be, but you know, I don't know. What do you think? I, I mean, I definitely think it's possible. I do see what yeah. you mean by like, that does seem kind of interesting. Like why, why, Christmas why day? exactly Christmas yeah. day? Yeah. Um, unless is there a certain, is there a certain, uh, Disney movie being released on Christmas day? Cause that could maybe kind of be the reasoning why. I don't know if they have one that actually releases on Christmas day. I know Avatar releases, uh, close to Christmas. And so I could see them releasing a new Mandalorian trailer alongside the, right. but then again, they usually only show movies trailers, right? Yeah, typically. I don't think I've ever seen like a show. I don't think I've seen a Disney yeah. Plus show trailer within a movie. Yeah, I looked up. It doesn't appear to have any Disney-related things coming out on Christmas Day. So, okay. so I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I think that would work fine. I think there is a possibility of that, but I think also there's enough time left to where that could change. Mm-hmm. Even if they do plan Christmas Day right now, they could change their mind. Um, I know we've gotten we have gotten trailers before. Um, on holidays, such as I think on Thanksgiving, we've had uh, trailers released. Yeah, maybe even on Christmas Day before in the we, past. We I can't remember. Have, yeah, but um, but I definitely think we're getting it in December. Definitely think we'll get one in December. I just don't know exactly when. Yeah, I know. I I totally agree. Like so, I think I think Disney or Disney December uh, is is definitely the month we're gonna get that. Now Christmas Day, I don't know, but but yeah, I mean, I know that there's been movies. I mean, in previous years, movies that's come out on Christmas Day. So I have no doubt. Again, I just don't know why they would specifically choose that if it's not tied to something. Kind of like what you insinuated. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, moving on, we're going to go into our releases very quickly. And in releases, we have uh, on November 8th, we have The Art of Star Wars, The High Republic. So this is going to be one of those big reference books, all just art from The High Republic. I have a feeling that would be a really cool book. Um, and I might get it. I don't know. I don't have it on pre-order, but uh, I am no, tempted. No but, I have no, shelf, but I was going to say, but I have no room. <laughs> so I really don't know that I can really get this. But uh, maybe Braxton will get it and he'll let me look at it. We'll see. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't um, know. I might, might he not, probably won't. But I, I might not uh, show you. Also, oh, wow. <laughs> oh. And then on November 9th, which is a Wednesday, we have the High Republic issue number two. So this is a good time to get caught up. Read that first issue so that you can go ahead and jump into the second issue. <laughs> and also on the same day, we have Hyperspace Stories issue number three. Um, and again, this is this is the new Star Wars uh, series that is coming through Dark Horse. So that won't be a Marvel, but that'll be a Dark Horse, and that's Hyperspace Stories. Uh, and that's just like an anthology of different stuff. Yes. And uh, then, of course, on Wednesday, we also have the next episode of Andor, episode 10. And that's all we got for releases. That's all she wrote. I will say uh, that I did uh, start the High Republic Junior novel. Oh, okay. Um, I'm about five chapters in. I don't have a whole lot to say just yet, but yeah. I do want to just uh, make note of that, that I have started it. I would say that most likely I'll have it finished by our next podcast, but 
because uh, they're not very. I mean, junior novels you can read them really fast. They're not. Right. It's not like. Well, some of us are just so gifted <laughs> like you. you know? Well, <laughs> they're very easy to read, and, you know. So, um, in comparison to like the adult novels, yeah, 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 and they're shorter. But uh, so I'll probably have that done pretty quickly, and I'll let you guys know probably next week my thoughts on that. But nice. um, if you guys are reading it, let me know what you think. Nice. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into one of our favorite things of the podcast, and that is our community discussion section here. And, of course, as many of you already know, what we like to do in our community discussion section is we post a question on our Facebook page, have you guys uh, throw out some answers and some discussion uh, on that topic, and then we discuss it live on air. So this week's question actually was pulled from last week, and we just shared it, and you guys came in clutch, so we appreciate it. But the last week or the last week's question that is adopted into this week's question is if you could make an anthology short series as we see with Ahsoka and Dooku in Tales of the Jedi, what character or characters would it be about? So we've got three answers here. And uh, first and foremost, Alex Mason says it would be Kit Fisto and Mace Windu for him. Um, and yeah, that's those are both great ones. Of course, Mace Windu... It, and I don't want to like get too much into it because part of my answer is what I'm about to say now, but I will just throw out like part of the anthology like series is, is giving answers to things that are not widely known that people want to know about. Right. Um, and, and just like with Dooku, right. That's exactly kind of how it was. Like Dooku is a well-known character. People love, you know, Dooku, maybe not as much as like Obi-Wan or Vader or whatever, but Dooku is a well-loved character. And there's a lot about his past that we don't know a lot of little right. things. And so that's what the anthology did well. So Mace Windu is one of those characters. People know Mace Windu very well, mm-hmm. but where did he come from? You know, who was his go? family? <laughs> what Whatever happened to him? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well said. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> well spoken. Um, like a true philosopher. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so Mace Windu is a great character for that, for sure. So Corey Allen Wise says, definitely on Darth Maul and his origins, how he became a Sith, and so on. And then JB, and, and Corey, I'm not skipping over you because you'll see why. But uh, JB says, I would love to have a short series on Yoda no pun intended, <laughs> uh, to shed light. <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke that was. <laughs> um, to shed light on where he came from, how he became so powerful, and his views on the rise and fall of the Jedi. And also, I would really enjoy a short series about Bane, but I would like it to refer to his story from the books. Each book actually would make a fant- fantastic trilogy of films. Thanks, guys. JB, you're welcome. Um... Yeah, and I think the, the one with Yoda, that's such a it's such a hard one. It's kind of controversial because there is so much to to know and figure out about Yoda. Mm-hmm. But even George Lucas himself said that part of the reason Star Wars is so magical and so epic is because there's so much that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that there's some fundamental elements of the story that shouldn't remain mysterious. Um, in order to give it that that like you, you'll never know everything you know what I'm saying and so that's where, where it's hard for me because I agree with that but also like JB I, it would be really cool to finally see a peek into Yoda's species and race and stuff I think like yeah I think with Yoda I think it would be I think you could still do one with Yoda but maybe not get into every his little origins detail. necessarily yeah, yeah but just show some adventures of him further in the past that maybe still 
maybe we still get to know and understand Yoda and his motivations right, better, right, right, right. but without like necessarily revealing where he came from. Every little and, thing, like him, yeah. literally seeing a baby Yoda. I don't yeah. think we need that necessarily, <laughs> right. and I don't know that I want even want that because, right. like you said, and what George Lucas said, you know, it's part of some things are better to remain a mystery, <laughs> right? And and but but that doesn't mean that we can't have Yoda and like see Yoda. Right. For example, one episode could be him set during the High Republic, right? That'd be cool. And that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Have one set maybe uh, during his time on Dagobah. Yeah. Right. Stuff like and that. contemplating that. There's that. yeah. There's there's different uh, time periods. Yoda Yoda's lived for so long. There's we can right, see him in, right. in essentially three different time periods. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, what if we even saw one of him as a as a Force ghost? And like seeing him uh, witnessing events of the sequel trilogy or something, you know, there's yeah. all kinds of cool oh, yeah. ideas you could come there's up so, with. And, and like, yeah, there'd be so many things that could reveal his character, but more about the era that he's in and how he interacted with that era, rather than every little detail about, you know, again, his, those those really mysterious things like his race, yeah. you know, so blah blah blah. So I definitely yeah. agree with Yoda, and I and I'd also say, yeah, Mace Windu is another one that that we yeah. know so well, but yet know so little of. Exactly. We haven't had a whole lot of media that truly has focused on Mace Windu. And some of the ones that that really focused on Mace Windu are legends now. Yeah. Uh, So we don't even have canon stuff. And so um, I think he would be another great pick. Now, I will give a little pushback against Bane. Yeah. The reasoning for that is I don't think Bane would be considered a Jedi. Right. Yeah. So the reason reason that Dooku. Got to be in Tales of the Jedi's because he started out as a Jedi. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is necessarily going to be a thing where we see Sith stories right. necessarily. Right. Um, that's just my opinion. I could be totally wrong. They may still do that, but I don't think that's I don't think that's where they're necessarily going with this series. I think they're showing Jedi specifically. It would be cool to have like some corresponding opposite of like Tales it, now, of the Sith. It would be cool if know? we got one called Tales of the Sith, and I would actually be totally for that. But I just say, thinking with that title in mind, I don't think right, full, right. fully said, like Bane, for example, uh, but I believe he was... But to be fair, though, all I said was, in the question, if you could uh, if you could make an anthology short series, what characters would it be about? So, oh. don't pick on JB too much. Oh, my, my apologies. I didn't realize you... I didn't realize <laughs> that's what you said. You didn't say it was... I did say you it, but you, you, you were looking was, at your phone when I when I was reading well, it. Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying you didn't say it was Tales of the Jedi specifically in your question. So, therefore, anything goes. Mm, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used Tales of the Jedi as an example. As an example. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay, so JB, fair game. I apologize. <laughs> JB's like... He almost had the unfollowed. And he's like... His finger's like... <laughs> he's, ah, he's like fingers shaking. Ah. <laughs> I'm done with these fools. <laughs> these idiots. Yeah, so sorry, okay, sorry, JB. Well, we, all right then. If, if it's anthology of anything, then in that, in that case, yeah, I'd like to see an anthology of Bane too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on before we offend JB. Um, no, uh, my mine would definitely be. Um, mine definitely would be. Uh, well, so so Corey, this is why I kind of just like glossed over yours because. Maul actually is one of mine as well. So here's the thing, and this is kind of where I was like, ah, you know, we have a lot about Maul and Clone Wars. We do go back to Dothamir, and we we figure out more about his tribe and stuff. But you're you're right though, because I actually saw a post the other day, and and Drew, maybe there's something in canon now that I missed. Tell me if that's I'm wrong when I say this, but I did see a post the other day that we never really know Maul's actual name 
because we don't we call Vader Vader, but Vader is his Sith name. He's Darth Vader, but his actual name is Anakin. So Darth Maul would inherently be his Sith name. What is his actual name? You know, and to see him growing up on Dothamir and those trials that he did to become like this like war chief or whatever, you know, there's a lot of things that they could play to there. Um, also, there's a big gap between what we see in Clone Wars and Rebels to see how he hit, because he has a very big persona change. I mean, his goals are still the same to find and to kill Kenobi, but at the same time, how he approaches it and stuff is very different. And so I think it'd be really cool to see that change. Um, but my other answer, again, it's kind of like a, we already see some things here and there, but see Qui-Gon as well. Uh, I think Qui-Gon would be really fun because, again, we have some stuff about him when he's younger in um, Dooku Jedi Lost, and we do hear a little bit about him, a little bit in, in uh, Master and Apprentice, but again, we don't see a lot about his childhood, and I would love to see some episodes deep dive into his his not his theology i guess but his um just basically his worldview i mean we know that he's a very different jedi right we we know that he's on the more mystical side and and he, he he's he he's not evil at all but at the same time he like he bends the rules and stuff so to see how he came to that and what influenced him to view the force and being a jedi in that way i think that'd be really really cool so yeah what about you drew um so I think uh, one that could be interesting would be uh, Kylo Ren, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because we there's so much of his younger years that we have not seen, uh, we could see adventures with him and Luke. You know, um, so I think that could be interesting, and see more of his turn into what he becomes. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that could be a very intriguing thing. Um, and then, you know, I, I mean, there's, there's just so then many. There's so many. I know it's so hard to like many. just pick I mean, one, right? I, I think like, you know, I think of, you know, we, yes, we have tons of Luke Skywalker, but there's still so many little so short many stories things we, we could, could do. Get. Oh yeah, yeah. So many things we could tell. Absolutely. Um, and even Obi-Wan Kenobi, who I love, and we've gotten tons of. <laughs> we still need but, some of but that. But there's, yeah. <laughs> there's still more you could tell there. And Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I... I think, I really, honestly though, I think Yoda would be would be a really good one. Um, Mike, I guess my question with this Tales of the Jedi is, can we get things outside of of, of prequels? Because everything we got, sure. what we yeah. got from that, right, still was definitely prequel right. focused, right? So, if I mean. Because I, if if you want to jump into High Republic, I would love a Stellan Gaios one. Oh, I mean, we can go to uh, any of yeah, yeah. I mean, you start go to any going of them. to that. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, and, and here's the thing. It would be cool to see some of this, uh, some of these other eras in the Clone Wars animation. Oh, yeah. And I think that oh, would be yeah. really cool yeah. to get Luke Skywalker in, in, in that kind of animation, I think, would oh, be yeah. neat, right? And, and you already said it, but I mean, again, as much as I don't love the sequel trilogy, to see a lot of the sequel trilogy stuff in that animation would be pretty mm -hmm. cool. And again, I, I think that I think that um, uh, Kylo would be a phenomenal or, yeah, choice. Or Ben Solo, whatever or you call ben, him. Or Ben, yeah. But the different um, stages of his life, yeah. Yeah, and see different stages of his life, I think, could be a very interesting. And again, it would be another story of seeing a Jedi in their fall. And, mm -hmm. and, um, so I think he'd be a good candidate for that if you wanted to show one of those. What'd be a really cool story for, for Kylo would be like when he finally turns to the dark side 
And just like any character who comes from the light to the dark, there's always that little nagging thought in the back of their head like, ah, did I did I make the right decision? Am mm-hmm. I truly dark? Because eventually Anakin has to make that decision later on, but he was already Vader for a while until he finally committed. But anyway, um, long story short, though, it would be cool to see him finally installed as Kylo Ren and he's over some of the First Order's army. And, it, you know, in military, should I say, and, uh, and like, he's, he's, the, he's, the, he's finally, he got ripped away from a, from a Padawan and a learner and maybe even like a Jedi Knight. I don't know what he technically got to, but then all of a sudden now he's evil and he's stripped away from everything he knew. And then now here he is like over all of these people as the, as a, a Sith now. He's not really mm-hmm. a Sith. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? It would just be a very cool story like that. Like well, a short and also episode. his interactions with Snoke, right? And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So many and, things. And now knowing that essentially it was all manipulation of, of Palpatine. Oh, and, and that seeing, realization, that would be really cool yeah, internal and, monologue. And so there's just, a, I think there's a lot you could do with, with that. Um, yeah. And we have seen kind of the, the we've already gotten a story in the comics of Kylo Ren, Kylo mm-hmm. Ren's official turn and how that played out. But I think that uh, you know, there's a good good chance they could kind of retcon some of that, um, just like they did with Ahsoka, <laughs> right. Um, right? You know, and and still show it in their own way. Uh, but that that was just kind of a thought I had. Um, but again, I could I could give you a scenario for all of them of why I would oh, want, yeah. want yeah. one. So I think this Tales of the Jedi is such a, a genius idea, and I hope they really just continue to utilize this and absolutely. Um, you know, at, at least. I, I think it would be great if this was like a, a yearly thing. Yeah. Like let's just get some shorts shorts of of two Jedi every year. Like I yeah. think that would be fantastic. Yeah. And and then and why not and and then if it's good enough, then let's do Tales of the Sith too. Right. Hey, yeah, yeah exactly. Let's do it. I think there's a lot there's there's just so do, many story let's potentials. Do, you, you know, know uh oh boy, you could really get into some fun here. You know, you have Maul, you have uh Palpatine, you have uh um, Vader, of course. You have yeah. you have uh, Revan. You can throw Revan in there. Bane, uh, Malak. <laughs> Why not? Right. You yeah, know, yeah, just start. Let's just go. Let's and have start, some fun. I mean, and, and that would be a good way, a really good way to start pulling some some you know uh, legends characters and legend stories into canon. You know, yeah. it'd be a really good way to do that. Um, so anyway, we could. You know, this just hit me. And this is kind of getting. Are we kind of? Are we done? Did you? Did yes. you? Re- okay. I totally did not put this in the news, but Whoa. I read something, or saw something, and I totally forgot to save save it to like our notes so that I could put it in there later and, mm-hmm. and use it as a news story. But and I don't know if you saw this or not, but they have revealed a new Bastila. Uh, Black Series character and a new Revan, or sorry, not Revan, a new Malak. Really? Yes. Now, what is um, very interesting about these is they're not just new characters of, they're not just new toys of these characters. Yeah. They're the updated version of these characters for the remake. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not see this. Yeah. So... Huh. They're very faithful to what you would expect, but they're more detailed. Like the yeah. stuff they're wearing is more detailed, things like yeah. that. 
But it's very interesting that our very first glimpse of this Knights Old Republic remake <clears throat> happens to be through these toys that are being going to be released. Yeah, and yeah. we've not even seen a, a single Nothing image about of the it, game. Yeah. In fact, it was uh, you know put off indefinitely and all this stuff like that, right? Because yeah, so. Studio. So I thought that was really interesting, but like they make reference to the fact that I think even on StarWars.com. Really? Wow. I'm pulling it up right now because I want to see what it said. But I'm pretty sure it, it says on there, on StarWars.com, that it's from the remake. That's sick. Which is kind of crazy. True. Yeah. Um, my internet's being slow. <laughs> We can move on for now if you oh, want. Dude. I can always bring it back up if, if I get this to show. But you guys can look it up for yourself. Uh, look up uh, the new uh, Old Republic uh, Black Series toys, and you'll probably find it. And they're they're pretty cool looking. And I would say that uh, if we're getting the a glimpse at these toys, maybe we're going to see something about the game. Yeah, soon. exactly. And, yeah, that's the hope, too. And plus... Plus, I mean, again, if they're putting out toys and this is a remake, I mean, again, this is very wishful, hopeful thinking, and I don't think it's going to happen. But, again, it would be a perfect time to bring it into canon. You know what I'm saying? Again, I don't think that they will because, again, we haven't even finished up High Republic era and, and, and all the implications that that's going to have. So, I mean, to bring in an already existing story, I mean, yes, they're going to be remaking it, but, you know, I would love for it to be canon, but... Of course, that's again probably very yeah. wishful thinking. But, but anyways, let's just go ahead and move on to our main topic for now. And uh, yes. our main topic is uh, reviewing Andor episode nine called "Nobody Is Listening." I think, I think that's what the episode's called. Uh, I think so. I can't remember. I believe it's "Nobody I Is can't Listening." Find it off the top of my head, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so Braxton. Huh. What did you think of episode nine? We'll start with you. Yeah. So, um, spoilers. By spoil, the way. Yeah. We're just gonna go straight into spoilers. Straight into spoilers. Yeah. So again, I, I think I think that this was another one of those very like not as much action, but more of just like building that foundation to the story again type episode. There was a lot of stuff in this. Don't get me wrong. Um, but but yeah, there was it was more of like less action and more focusing on building up for the next big step in the story which will happen next episode or two episodes from now whatever right um there was a lot of very interesting things and again i i, I still can't say i i love the show just because again it's not necessarily my flavor but i have to admit it is it is adding things like if i just say okay even if it's not my cup of tea and i'm just gonna watch it for what it is this episode did add a lot of really neat things to kind of tie in what we already know i guess and i'm being i guess inherently vague but you know again you may have a better breakdown stuff but first of all to to, to uh, learn that deidre is now did they say because i've read i thought i could have swore they said sister but um did they end up, she ended up being the cousin of, well so i was confused on that because yeah. because in the car <laughs> when when mon mothma's in the inner in her ship or whatever and they're headed back her driver says your cousin is at your house and then some point but, i thought they said well sister. but then when she gets there uh her daughter calls her aunt yeah and that's what maybe thinks yeah sister. okay and, and they so, don't say sister but they say aunt. so yeah. i'm not sure if it's just a cousin but they're close enough that the daughter just calls her an aunt you know that kind of relationship yeah um kind of like how 
you know, my son is going to call you uh, uncle, better. even though or technically, <laughs> you're, technically you're my cousin and he yeah. will be cousin, but he'll yeah, probably, he, he he's not going to call you master. <laughs> let's make, <laughs> we'll, we'll let's make that very we'll, we'll clear. See. He's we'll not see. going to be calling you master. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's still up in the air yet. We're, we'll, 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 we'll discuss that off air, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, absolutely. And, and here's the thing. When you look at him, Mon has like red hair and Daedra has like a dark blonde thing going on. Their facial features. I mean, obviously they're different actors and stuff. They're not related in real life, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I wasn't sure, sure on that because technically she could, she could totally be calling it a cousin just to like people like him. Right. And just not, to, person, yeah. not to show how closely related they are. Mm-hmm. Could be one or they, uh, or they could not be related at all, and they could just be part of the rebellion together type deal. Yeah, and she's close to them, and that's why. So she's calling her uh, a family member to to relinquish some of the suspicion that someone might have for them or whatever. Yeah. yeah so I'm I'm not really sure. My guess is that she is a cousin. Yeah. Just a very close cousin, and yeah. so that's why she calls her. I aunt. can see that. Yeah, yeah. That is my best guess, but I don't think we ever got anything in the episode to truly, like say for sure definitively say yeah yeah no i agree and so anyway but that was a really cool little thing and, and it was cool to see daedra's or deidre's like dual life you know it's kind of like a batman situation i'm not going to give her that much credit but i will say that she's like supposed to be like this rich spoiled brat but yet in the background she's like you know doing this like dark gritty you know rebellion you know fighting the empire type thing so it was kind of interesting and then, of course, we see, and, and this didn't appeal to me as much, you know, or whatever. I didn't really care, but we do see um, Bix. Which but you're is not girl. talking about. You're not talking about uh, Deidre. You're talking about Vel, right? Oh, who's Deidre then? Deidre <laughs> is the the blonde headed woman. Well, she's blonde. They're both blonde. The, she's the she's the ISB. Oh, I've been saying the wrong name this whole time. Yes. Uh, Whoever you, Bill, I would say Bill. most everyone knows what you were talking yeah, about because yeah. I didn't. Sorry even, about that, folks. I didn't even put the that you're putting the wrong name. Well, I was I thinking, usually, but I was thinking of what you're talking. Unless about. Unless it's so. like a big character, I usually no offense, I don't really care about their names. Well, um, I'm I'm the same way. So I, I, for, I forget like literally <laughs> what I way. ate yesterday. Now, I don't. It's either. like my wife. We're watching something, and I could be like, "So what's this person? She'll know. She'll build. She'll build a name Remember off just the random every names. character's <laughs> name." And I'm sitting here thinking, uh, yeah, "Who is that person?" Yeah. yeah. It's like if you're not the main character, I probably don't just, remember who you, who you are. It's like all I know in this in the show is Andor. The rest of them, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So, um, anyway, yes. Yeah, so Daedra, yeah, so is the, the other one, right? Um, so Daedra, and then is is like basically torturing Bix, which is the girl original so love and pretty, pretty dark, right? Yeah. So you have this, yeah. this, uh, she she's there to torture, and she's got the doctor, Doctor uh, Gorst, Afra. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Gorst, 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 Andor, Andor, Gorst. And so he's got his PhD. Anyway. So you can tell, like, oh boy, he's definitely he's, he's gonna do some kind of yeah. weird stuff here, right? You well, can just see, you can just tell he's that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, and the crazy thing is, like, their new torture method was literally they s- slaughtered these beings, um, and we never get to hear what it actually yeah. sounds like. But but they slaughtered these beings uh, who are in rebellion against the empire, mm-hmm. and then like record their dying screams. Yeah, but it's the it's the dying screams of the uh, specifically the children. The children. 
children, which has its own uh, psychological effect, as, yeah. as Dr. Gorst would say. And uh, yeah, so I mean, and so they, they play that in the ears of the people, and it's it literally like, drives them mad. Um, yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, some evil CIA stuff. Uh, and legally speaking, that's a joke. But anyway, um, so that was the whole scene. And basically, she goes crazy because she doesn't answer. But I don't know if she ends up actually giving the full information, but I don't think so. Um, but then, so the main part of the whole episode really was what we see in Arcana 5 um, at this prison site. And we see this this whole dichotomy of, of Cassian, um, who goes by Keefe uh, at this prison. And Cassian at this point is just, he's got this whole thing down. Right? Yeah, like, like he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. He's got it down. And at this, basically, at this point, he's leading the rest of them. Pretty much. Like he's yes. pretty much like he's like, okay, well, you let's switch this because right. this person's doing this faster. This is gonna be more efficient. Right. And they're trying to get that flavor. You know, exactly. They want that flavor. They want the flavor. I want the flavor. Yeah, we don't want gelatinous goop. <laughs> we want food. Actually, it's not it's still only food. It's just gelatinous goop that tastes like that something. Tastes like something. Um, that, is, that does sound horrible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting because we see him go from, hey, has no clue what's going on. He's still trying to get his footing in like what this place even is to know where he's like leading his group now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but what's interesting is that we see the, not plant, what I'm trying to say, like the, the floor leader, uh, Snoke himself, Snoke aka himself. Andy Circus, aka I don't know what his character's AKA name is. Origins of Snoke. <laughs> Origins of Snoke. Uh, hashtag conspiracy <laughs> theory. Hashtag. Anyway, um. Uh, what is his name? Kino, right? Yeah, it's like Kino. something really simple. Kino. Kino. That's Kino. I don't know. It, you, I think it's Kino. I, I I'll trust you. So anyway, um. But he goes from being so staunch and he goes from being so like, you will obey orders. Like, you know, as long as you just do what's right, you'll get in and get out. Just keep your head under to where now there's clearly some stuff going on. Some, that's, there's some stuff going on. It's eroding the trust, right? right. Because Kino that. keeps saying, hey, I only got like 243 shifts. Yeah, left he's like, whatever, I, you know? I got to keep everybody doing the right thing so I can get out of here. He's right. like trusting the system. Essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and when you got poor Olaf old guy yeah who he he's struggling he's you can tell he's like he's about to kick the bucket and and he's and and Andor's getting a little nervous he can tell yeah. he's having issues and like yeah at one point he like starts to fall over and they're like trying to like keep him stood up without like yeah. showing that they're trying to do it yeah Which i thought it was it showed like the kindness of Andor in the, some of those situations right. where yeah. he didn't have to do didn't any have of that, that, but he, he was shielding trying him to from, like, yeah. yeah. Well, and, but so that's going a little further. So like, no, before I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, that, no. yeah, before that, <laughs> My bad. that kind of erodes the trust of, of the whole system, right? Uh, is that when they're lined up in their little hallways that goes to the different sections of the building, mm-hmm. you know, they have these, you know, prisoners who somehow magically know sign language um, on each floor and <laughs> and yeah. they keep talking to each other and apparently something big just happened on floor two and um, and they're not really sure what's going on they're freaking out and saying how like something crazy is going on and um, I, I literally already forgot what you said his name was but uh, Karga right is that what you said the floor leader Kino Kino <laughs> did you say Karga yeah I don't know anyway, Karga yeah <laughs> Isn't that isn't that his name from Mando? Yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I literally already forgot what, you, what is his name. What is his name? Kino. Kino or Kino. 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 I'm not sure which Kino. one it is. I don't, I don't know if it's know. Kino or Kino. I'm saying Kino. 
Um, anyway, but Kino's like, how do you know this? Who are you talking to? And da, da, da. But long story short, there's some stuff going on. You can tell. And then finally, as you said, they get on the floor. Ulof is, is, you know, something's really wrong with him. And what's crazy is that right before that, you can tell there's something going on on the floor itself because and or, uh, Cassian goes to the bathroom, or supposedly, right? And he's, you know, kind of looks over this guy and he looks at him and he goes in and also he breaks off a panel and he starts like, you can tell like there's a chisel little thing already in there and there, he starts sawing on this pipe like it's been going on for a while. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, get on program, you know, mm. like on the floor. And so he, he shuts it up and he walks by and he goes to this random guy who we haven't seen yet. And he starts talking to him about like, you know, the plan of how they're going to escape. So he's already like, he's been talking to people. Yeah, but he's not random. You know who that guy is? I guess not. You know who? He's in Rogue One. Oh, is he? he oh, is. I completely forgot. Yeah, I mean, it's been so like so long since I've watched the movie, but that's cool. I didn't even realize that. Well, that's even yeah. an even cooler little tie-in. So yeah. there you go. Um, so clearly it works out for both of them. <laughs> I'm not always, but eventually it's not going to work out for him. But anyway, but uh, but yeah, so. I don't want to get too deep in the weeds because you guys already watched the episode, right? So, you know, stuff's going on. And finally, Olaf falls down, and they're trying to cart him away. And basically, the dude's had a massive stroke. I mean, and... Well, and also, at some point in all of that, he's talking... Because they, they go back in there at some point. Again, there's trouble going on, and they're saying something happened. Yeah. And they're saying things are about to get really bad. Yeah. And, and he keeps asking uh, Kino. Yeah. He's like, how many guards... Are there on on any floor? Right, at, right. At one time, and yeah. he won't answer him. And, yeah, and he just keeps saying, "How many guards?" So I just want to mention that. Yeah, that's a good build up. Yeah. yeah, and then so eventually they get him into the hallway and they all leave, and he's had a master stroke. And basically, the this little doctor guy who comes in, who's actually another prisoner, um, is like basically there. He's not even trying to save him. He's just going to euthanize him essentially. And um, and he's like, you know, he's only has. 42 shifts left or whatever it was like something super low. He only has 42 shifts left. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, just something to get him through a few days to, to help him get going. You know, he's going to get out of here. And he's like, no, you can tell like this guy, this doctor's like, you're not getting out of here. And he's basically something along the lines of like, after what happened, some, such and such. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And he's like, what, what is that supposed to mean? What's that supposed to mean? And, uh, you can tell Kino does not want to know at first. And he's like, you know, he's like, and then finally, he, he's like, you need to get your men in order. He's like, what do you mean get your men in order? And then finally, Kino's like himself asked, like, what happened on floor two? And, of course, he basically says, like, uh, there was an issue to where um, one of the guys got it out. Like, he finally finished all of his shifts. And then he got reassigned uh, again more time in prison to floor two. And once they figured that out, they literally just rioted and went crazy and then killed everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so literally basically Kino just breaks and he's like he's done he's like he doesn't care and they like storm off and then Andor asks he says how many are on each floor and he looks at him and just says no more than 12 <laughs> it was a pretty cool I was scene. like let's go it was, pretty, it was a pretty yeah, good scene said that, yeah it was a yeah, pretty good scene like, and you know that they're gonna try to escape and Kino's gonna like sacrifice his life because his whole shtick was that he only had so many more to go yeah and he's gonna sacrifice that his got life me for this. that got me so hyped at you the end there and he, happen, when he said so. it said it again how many guards he's like no more than 12 no more than 12 uh, no more than 12. <laughs> I'm telling you, Andy Serkis is just on another yeah. level. Like I love his, I love he, his acting. Dude. He's just just like supposed to just be this normal guy, but like his acting is just yeah. on another level. Like he's so good. 
you know, and, and, and that's so funny because like forever he was just seen as kind of like the schmuck of of movies because all he really did was the live action mocap of, mocap of like monkeys and yeah. monsters uh-huh. and stuff. But like this dude's like a really good mm-hmm. actor. Like yeah, he's, he's a really phenomenal. good actor. Anyway, so there is a couple other things that we didn't mention, and that's like the one dude who's with his mom. He's uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still yeah. just sitting there eating cereal all the time. The blue and black <laughs> cereal. Blue. I yeah. want that cereal. So I gotta so get bad. some cereal, man. I want that. I want those blue cocoa puffs, man. I imagine that it tastes like cocoa puffs, <laughs> but they're blue. See, I I just imagine like like some kind of like fruity thing going no, on. No, they taste like cocoa puffs. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, so. he's. His mom's, you know, tearing him down as usual, and then he says he got and then a promotion. As soon as he says he gets a promotion, he's just like, oh, I knew they. So funny. And like, I knew they saw I your value. Saw, yeah. Dude, I, I want to punch that old broad in the mouth so bad. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, you know, he's. I think he's definitely. I still. You know, obviously, it's going to come down to him wanting to kill Andor. Like, oh yeah, him. Yeah, he's going to eventually get the opportunity to to confront Andor again. I think that's what all of that's leading up to. And we know that because like um, even in this episode, like he's literally like stalking mm-hmm. Deidre. Yeah. Uh, Deidre. And like to the point where she has to like call him out and she's like, have you been like stalking me? He's like, I've been waiting here every day in chances to see you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, but I don't know why I don't, I guess that's the one thing I'm still a little unsure on is why that's so important. Like what that, the, his character in general too, oh, or yeah. why, him hunting and or even matters you know what i mean like yeah, i feel like it's got to end up having more more to it than what I it think, does right now i think because it's not like he's some like super uh no uh threatening character i think he's a chess piece i think that, yeah. that he's a catalyst basically what i'm trying to get is like at this point on several different scenes and in several different episodes basically people just see even Deidre that casting is just a common thief like at the end of the day he just sold that that drive and then he escaped and stuff because he didn't want to be caught but 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 this one guy is like the only one who sees him as like this intergalactic imperial threat and that that i think that slowly he's starting to convince her Deidre Mm -hmm. and I think this was like that final catalyst of like finally he's the one that makes people realize that that he's more than just a thief um yeah and I think what's interesting about this episode is it's kind of kind of going with the theme of course of what the episode's called which I think is no one nobody's listening yeah and and we see that kind of in every character that we're dealing with in this show um where we feel like where Mon Mothma feels like she's kind of stuck right now and no one's really listening right. to what she's what she's trying to tell him and then of course Andor is dealing with the same thing and he's literally in his little cell going nobody's listening no he's just listening. yelling <laughs> yeah 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 and um and then you get um uh you get what's his face he doesn't feel like his mom's listening to what he's trying to say or mm-hmm. danger's not listening to him and so you got all this and they're all kind of almost in their own little prisons right right now oh yeah and so i think that was kind of cool metaphorically how they're dealing they're all kind of dealing in the same situations right now just in different places and yeah so, absolutely um I, I thought this was an incredible episode and i loved we didn't talk a whole lot about the mon mothma part but um i do think what's going on there is very interesting and and one person we didn't see this episode was uh um uh the old guy ander ander whatever his name is um reverse ander what is his name grief cargo <laughs> <laughs> I always forget what what uh, what his name is, but yeah. I don't anyway, about, yeah. you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do think. Do you think? Do you think this show is gonna end 
without ever seeing a single bigger character in, from Star Wars. And what I mean by that is like... Yeah, I know what you're saying. Do you think we get through this without seeing Alpha 3 that I think there's a potential of seeing? Yeah, yeah. Palpatine, mm-hmm. Darth Vader, mm-hmm. Bell Organa. Yeah. Um, if anything, I could see Bell Organa maybe being in this, but yeah, I feel like with the tone of the show and how they're really trying to represent that, we're not ever going to see anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I think the whole point of the show is that like we, we're not focusing on the big characters. We're not focusing on, you know, these, these stories and these characters, right. how they influence, you know, yeah, I, I totally think that we're not going to see that. You know, we, now, of course, are they going to be a part of the story? Yes, because they already have been. Palpatine's been mentioned several times. Yeah. But again, I think that's the whole point. And again, what in one of the points of like, ah, I don't know if I love it, but they're trying to see these as like mythical figures. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, no, and I get it, and I think that's really cool. We're because we're we are we're watching the smallest of the small right now. Right. Yeah. You know Palm the big thieves. the big dogs are out of reach. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And what we're seeing. Um. And, and and we've talked about how the views of what of these guys who are doing the the dirty stuff, yeah. And, and then we see the the big heroes, right? That right. were so that were in the limelight, that were so pure and good. Yeah. But like the stuff it took to be able to get them to even do to be where they were, right? Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I think I think it would be kind of cool though if we even just got a glimpse of. Palpatine on like the holonet, right? Like the holonet yeah. was showing like a yeah, I could see something, something like and like that. Yeah. And, and so you get a little scene of of uh, of um uh wow, <laughs> what is Pal- what's the actor's name that plays Palpatine? Ian McDermott. Thank you. Ian McDermott uh, doing a, a little scene there, right? Just Palpatine, or yeah. You know, even having Darth Vader just standing behind him or something. It would, it would be cool to kind of have yeah. just a little... Just no, I think it would be a very little taste. Cool. Yeah, I think it would be uh, very cool. Uh, throw in a little something like that. I think it would be neat, but I'm with you, and uh, I think they're purposely doing everything they can to stay away from that stuff. Mm-hmm. But seeing it on like the Holonez, I think, where you could still get a little cameo, but it'd be still feel like they're out of reach. I still think that, that it's not going to happen, but I think even if, if we do, I think that if we see... Even if we do even see them on a hollow, I think that you're going to see probably like a relay of a relay of a message from Palpatine. And it's going to be like, you're not even going to see that it's Ian McDermott. Like you're going to see like the, the like this is just the visage of like his character with the robes or from the back or something. Sure. I just, I just think again, as much as I would like to see that, trust me, I would like to see mm-hmm. their characters. I just think again, that's that purposefully they're doing, they're going to not include them. Because well, and you can't, yeah. You can't include them very much without it being like them actually involved. And the problem with them being involved yeah. is they wouldn't be. Palpatine and Darth Vader aren't going to be involved with Andor. They don't care. They don't you care. He's he's nothing yeah. to them. Yeah. He's he's a a very small little tiny piece of of nothing to them, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And so. Um, no, I agree completely. Yeah. You know, even even in. Uh, Rebels, right? Mm-hmm. Darth Vader wasn't the one usually going after them, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. They were sending others. Vader ended up being a part of it, but it, but it's only until the end it when it, like, until... really. It was only until they knew for a fact that Leia was there and that that they were trying to get her, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was, and so you know they they don't typically 
uh, come after uh, the, the small things. And right, so, right, right. Only if they know there's some sort of in, like incredibly large significance, that's when they're going to be. Yeah. yeah but anyways, anyway. uh, I really like this episode. I'm looking forward to seeing what I assume will be the prison break next episode. Yeah. And then we'll f- see what this last arc yeah. After absolutely. that is going to be, what is the last art going to be? What are we going to focus on in that? Right. Oh, well, actually, I guess the prison brick would be the start of that, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, essentially, I if you're calling so. it an yeah. arc, because, yeah. uh, or maybe it's just a two-episode arc for the last, mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll see. But yeah, we'll looking see. forward to it. Yeah, for sure. At the end of the day, you know, uh, I think, again, this is definitely breaking the, the mold a lot of times, and so... You know, there's going to be people who love it. There's going to be people who really don't like it. And there's going to be some people in between. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it is forming up to have some pretty interesting, crazy things going on. So, again, we have uh, three more episodes. And, um, again, if they're going to follow like they usually do, this is going to be the last arc, as you said, uh, for three episodes. And this is going to end it off. So, um, let us know your guys' thoughts. Uh, you know, how did you like this episode? Do you think, um, you know, are you excited for the show? Has it been fun for you? Have you not liked it? Whatever your answers are, we'd love to hear them. But that leads us into our conclusion, and that is that we just love you guys so much. We really appreciate your interaction with us and that you continually listen to our podcasts, um, that you continually interact with us and follow us on the different social medias. We just love it. Um, Again, if it wasn't for you guys, if it wasn't for any uh, following that we have with you guys, we probably wouldn't be doing it because, um, you know, it is a labor of love on our part, you know, um, but but again, you guys make it worth it. So we appreciate you all very, very much. Um, but uh, we would ask you if you could please share our podcast, share our Facebook page, uh, like us and follow us on all those uh, places we're on and share us as well. Uh, get the word out a little bit. We'd love to continue to grow um, the, uh, the, the fan base and, and, you know, I like saying fan base, but our community, that's what I like to say. Uh, we love to continue growing that. If you would please follow us on Spotify and Apple podcast, leave us a review, um, and let us know what you think, because ultimately that's what uh, keeps us going. Let us know what you think and what you want out of us. Yeah. We want, we want to do what you guys want to hear. Exactly. Otherwise, uh, it's wasted time, it's wasted time. <laughs> No, but for real though, guys, we really appreciate you. Please reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts. And uh, but most of all, we thank you so please, much for listening. Please reach out to us. <laughs> please. I'm so lonely. Make us feel important, please. <laughs> <laughs> but join us next time for episode 89. Uh, getting so close. Whoa. Getting so close. But so close. Last but not least, may the force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi. Eternal.